Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Caitlin Putzer about her wedding at Animal Kingdom at Walt Disney World. I thought you guys would be interested to hear about how she chose Animal Kingdom for both the ceremony and the reception, and how she planned everything, and how everything turned out. So welcome, Caitlin. Hi, how are you? I am great. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. So I always like to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiance decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney. We're both big Disney people. We both have annual passes and we actually moved to Orlando for Disney. So we always knew that we were going to get married at Disney. That's great. So then how did your friends and family react when they found out that's where the wedding was going to be? My family knew it all along because they were actually big Disney people as well. My family is all Disney Vacation Club. So it was a more of a shock for his family because his family is not Disney people at all. But they kind of figured since we were obsessed that it would be there. So luckily we had a good turnout for the wedding. Oh, that's great. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? We basically invited who we knew would come. We invited 30 and 30 came. So that was nice. Oh, that's great. Now, did you guys choose to set up a room block? We did not, and I kind of regret not doing that. We did not set up a room block because everyone in my family especially had their resort preferences. So, like, I wanted to stay at the Grand Floridian, but my grandma likes Saratoga, and my mom likes Wilderness Lodge. So I just let everyone pick their own room. But definitely looking back on it, I definitely feel like everyone should have just stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge because it would have been way easier to just communicate and drive with people. Because of not having a room block, the bus in the morning had to like stop at four different resorts. So it was kind of hectic in the morning. (laughs) That is a really good point. And that is some of my top advice is even if you do a room block, try to keep your guests at fewer resorts because yeah, the bus, you could be on the bus for an hour before you get to the ceremony. So yeah. And when the ceremony's at 5.30 AM, people don't want to be getting up earlier than they have to. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. So then 5.30 AM, how did you decide on the day of the week and time of day for your wedding? Originally, I really wanted a Christmas Disney wedding. Unfortunately, they block out a lot of the dates around Christmas. So we had it actually the first day that it was open after the Christmas block. So we had it on January 18th. And we always were going to have it on a Saturday just to make it easier for people to travel and to not miss work. So it was always going to be on a Saturday. We could have our ceremony either in in the morning, so at 6 a.m. or at midnight, and we did choose the 6 a.m., and I kind of wish we would have went with the midnight, thinking about it. Oh, that's interesting. Although, conversely, when you do midnight, then sometimes if you want to have a long reception, you can't because they have limits on how long that can go. 
Yeah, right. I just, with having the morning ceremony at Animal Kingdom, the only reception space we could have is Tiffin's. And it would have been really cool to be able to have our reception in Harambe Village, but it was not available in the morning. Tiffin's is fantastic as well. I just, I stayed up all night anyway, so I feel like I would have been more energized at midnight. That's interesting. That's a good point. Okay, so Tiffin's you chose because you kind of had to. How did you decide that you wanted to have your ceremony in front of the Tree of Life? Well, this was kind of a struggle here. We originally had a Spaceship Earth wedding planned. We were going to get married in front of the like Fountain of Nations and facing Spaceship Earth. It was going to be the first wedding ever there. And it got canceled due to the construction that's going on right now. Hmm. So then it was down to, I always wanted to get married in front of one of like the park icons. So then it was basically down to the castle or the tree of life. And my mom and my husband outvoted me for the tree of life. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. Okay. So tree of life, I see a lot of questions about this because when you call Disney and you tell them you want to use that location, they tell you that you have to have a lighting package that starts at like $5,000 and then there's an additional package for the effects, the lighting effects on the tree. Can you talk a little bit about that? So this was actually one of the things I was not very pleased with. The price was okay. Like we were fine paying the $5,000 for the lighting, but If you look at some of my pictures and the video, it's really bright. So when I would look back at my guests, I could not see anyone's faces because the light is like shining really bright at you. I feel like it would have maybe looked better without it. And I know that they're discussing to possibly have to get rid of that, which would be nice. And then we did have the Tree of Life Awakening. And I do wish they would have left... We had the Tree of Life Awakening after we kissed. They started going off once we kissed. And then we took pictures after the guests went to Tiffin's and they turned it off. And I wish they would have kept it on because in all those pictures, the tree just looks dark. Like you can't even tell what it is. Interesting. Okay. So that might be something to consider. You know, maybe somebody put that in their BEO that they want it to last a certain amount of time. Yeah, because we had just the show like for the five minute show. But then I kind of thought they would have kept it up like the last scene just up there to brighten the tree a little bit. Right. Okay. This is a really good tip. Were the benches that you used standard or did they charge you an upgrade fee for those? No, those are very pricey. Those were my husband's requests. So he wanted the benches. Usually you would just get standard chairs, but we used the benches. Got it. And then I noticed you also had some stilt walkers come to the ceremony or just between. How did you work that? So I was trying to talk with my wedding planner. I wanted like a grand entrance and I asked for the safari truck right away as soon as I got to <laughs> got there. And she said it can't be done just because I guess the pavement can't handle the how heavy the truck is. So then we kept thinking about what to do. I was trying to think of something maybe with Festival of the Lion King that could work. So she found the these stilt walkers that walked me in. So they walked in first and then me and my dad followed. And I loved them. These are probably like my number one favorite things of the wedding because they were so unique. And you can't see them anywhere. They're not in the park anymore. So if you want them, if you want to see them, you have to have them at your wedding. 
<laughs> and they also look great in photos because the tree is so tall and people are so short that then the stilt walkers kind of bridge the gap between the top of the tree and where you are. <laughs> yes, exactly. And there are also two other options for the stilt walkers. There's like a blue and purple one and then another like greenish purple one. I just went with these two because it went with our color scheme. Interesting. Okay. And so then did you have any entertainment at the reception? Our reception was pretty low key. It was just brunch, but we did have Mickey and Minnie there to cut our cake with us and take pictures, but we did not have any like dancing or DJ or anything. Okay. Do you have any menu items or cake flavors from your reception that you can recommend? <laughs> our our menu was like totally out there. Like we just basically picked all of our favorite Disney treats and put them in one menu. <laughs> and a lot of our guests are like, whoa, what is happening here? I highly recommend having the cheeseburger spring rolls at your wedding because they're the best treat at Magic Kingdom. <laughs> and our cake, we had orange cake with vanilla frosting on the bottom layer. And then we had the chocolate with the peanut butter filling on the top. I highly recommend the orange just because I don't eat chocolate, so I can't say anything about that. But the orange cake and the vanilla frosting together tasted like citrus swirl, Magic Kingdom, which was perfect. That's a good tip. Now, did you guys add a dessert party or a welcome party to your day? We were thinking about doing a dessert party. I want to like doing a private boat with a dessert party, but we figured that everyone was going to be really tired since they had to get up at like four in the morning. So we did not go with that. And I'm very happy we didn't because I know that I went to bed at like 7 p.m. that night. <laughs> <laughs> so can you give my listeners a timeline of how the whole day fit together? Yeah, we had pictures at Animal Kingdom Lodge starting at 3.30 a.m. We were at Jumbo House for an hour and then we went to Kidani for a half hour. And luckily we got to Animal Kingdom, I believe a little early. I think it was like 4.50. So we did have some time to go and take pictures in Africa before our ceremony, which I was so happy we could do because it wasn't a guarantee. So we got to take some pictures there. And by 5.30, all of the guests arrived. The buses started picking people up, I want to say at 5 a.m., and then everyone got to Animal Kingdom at 5.30. And the ceremony was, it was about a half hour. And they went straight to Tiffin's right after that. And so it was, everyone was basically at Tiffin's from 7 to 10. We had to get out of the restaurant by 10 because they had to start setting up for lunch reservations. Got it. So when you were planning, what were the most important aspects where you focused your attention and your budget? I would say the thing that we cared most about was the ceremony. That's why we definitely put in, like, we had the stilt walkers and we had the Tree of Life Awakenings because we knew that the ceremony was the most important to us. We knew our reception would just be more of like a brunch and kind of just sit down to eat and pretty much leave then. So we definitely put all of our time into, like, flowers and the stilt walkers and the awakenings. We definitely had to have the awakenings. My mom was like, you cannot get married at the tree of life and not have the awakenings. <laughs> and that's interesting. You mentioned decorating Tiffins and you had a theme. How did you incorporate your theme into the decor for Tiffins? Luckily, our 
theme pretty much went with Tiffin's because we did have, it was orange and purple and they were all like birds of paradise flowers. And that went really well with the restaurant because they have like orange walls. So it all kind of went perfectly together and I didn't even really have to try that hard. That's great. And I loved how your bouquet was nothing but bird of paradise flowers. That was amazing. How did you get the idea for that? I saw it on Pinterest. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Yeah. um, I know a lot of people say that they loved my bouquet, but that was originally not my thought. I did want to mix some other flowers in it, but it turned out great. I mean, my, it was, I kind of wanted something more of what my maid of honor had, but I liked mine in the end too. That's interesting. Did they talk you into it or is that like you would ask for other flowers, but then when it showed up, all it was, was bird of paradise? Yeah, I thought I sent clear pictures saying I wanted a mix, but then it just showed up all of that and I just went with it and everyone liked it. So then it made me like it even more. (laughs) That's wonderful. So then which aspects were less important where you were planning, where you saved your money or just your effort? I don't think I saved any money anywhere. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I know we really like the reception we kept low key because we we really like our dream was to have the Festival of the Lion King reception where you like have the show and your reception is in the building and then you have the show gone. But that was like way out of the price point. Got it. Okay. So what ended up being your favorite memory of the day? I really did like having the awakenings go off right when we kissed and I loved watching it with Jacob right up front um, because we did get the Lion King version of the awakenings and they usually do not show that one in the parks anymore. So it was nice to be able to see it again, and The Lion King is his favorite movie, so it was really nice to be able to share that together. That's interesting. Was that a special request on your part, or did it just happen? Yeah, there. so there's five different shows that you can pick from, from The Awakenings, and one of them is The Lion King version. So we got to pick which one we wanted. Unfortunately, if you pick The Lion King one, you cannot have it professionally recorded, so our videographer could not film it. If you picked one of the generic shows, then they can film it. But if it has, if it's the Lion King show or there's a, I think there's like a mix of Disney or like animal movies, you you can't film those. That is interesting. That's a really good tip. So I was really trying to figure out because I really wanted it in my video. So it was really hard to pick. Do you pick the Lion King one because you like it more? Do you go with Um, Like, for example, the hummingbird one, because you can have that on video. But in the end, we decided that we would rather have the one we truly wanted than to have the one to put on the video. Okay, that's a good tip. Now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? I think one of the biggest disappointments was when we walked into Tiffin's to see the reception space. So right in the middle of the big room, there's these pillars And then all of a sudden there were all these fake planters there and they were, so they were kind of dividing the room and they were there because apparently Mickey and Minnie needed a backdrop. But I was told when I picked Mickey, because we could pick Mickey and Minnie in their formal wear or regular outfits, or we could have Safari Mickey and Minnie. And I was told if we picked the regular outfits or their formal attire, we did not need a backdrop. And then all of a sudden we got there on the day and there was a backdrop. So I was pretty upset about that because I definitely would have went with Safari, Mickey and Minnie instead. So that would have been nice to know. It seemed it was the whole Mickey and Minnie thing was very unclear for most of the planning. Interesting about what they could wear and where they could be. 
Yeah. And it was, it was difficult because I did want, I really wanted Pooh and Eeyore there, but apparently they're really, you basically can only have like the Fab Five there at your wedding if you want any characters. I thought going in that I could have basically any character I wanted as long as I paid, but that's definitely not the case. Right. Yeah. A lot of times there are backdrops or theming requirements, but that's so interesting that the safari, like you say, safari seems like a natural for Tiffin's. Right. And I guess they said we couldn't have Safari Mickey and Minnie in that restaurant because apparently they would be out on a safari and they wouldn't be in a restaurant. And that's why we couldn't have them. Interesting. Okay. But I do like how your cake cutting pictures turned out in front of those pillars with the characters. Yeah, I do. I just, I felt bad because we had some tables then on each side. And then I felt like the tables of our guests on the other side of the pillars, like they never saw us then because the plants were in the way. Oh, interesting. Okay. That's a good point. Yeah. So I just wish the room wasn't like as divided because I I would have probably set up the room differently or put the cake somewhere else because I wanted everyone, we had a small wedding to begin with. So I wanted everyone to be able to be like together and I definitely know that the people who sat on the other side of the planters were not very happy about it. Hmm. Okay. Definitely something to talk to your planner about if you're interested in using Tiffins to get a, you know, a picture of what the layout looks like and really talk to them about what can be moved. I know sometimes with restaurants there are restrictions because they have to be ready to open, but often they are able to accommodate some changes. So that's a really good point. Now, was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be? I really was just super nervous about the ceremony. I just was nervous, like, you know, bride nerves. Like I was just scared. But Disney does such a great job at making you feel comfortable and relaxed before you walk down. I was actually, my holding spot was in Pizza Fari. So I had people just talking to me because they knew I was really nervous because I have like stage fright. So they calmed me down and everything turned out great. And I got through my vows without stuttering. Yeah, I was like freaking out for like months before. And then I got there and I was perfect. And I said everything I needed to say clearly. And I think I did a better job than Jacob, but don't tell him. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you talked about a couple ideas. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I still definitely would have had both my ceremony and reception at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, like I said, I probably would have had the midnight one instead just to be able to have more options for the reception. Mm, I would have maybe done my ceremony flowers differently. I wasn't a big fan of those. I never got any pictures of how they would look like beforehand. So I kind of just showed up and that's how they were. Hmm. So I think I would have probably asked more for the smaller details of what things would have looked like because I did kind of go into the wedding, not so much blind, but sort of because I only sent pictures and then they said they do their best to recreate it. And I never got to see in the process of what the flowers or some of the decor would look like. Right. Yeah, that is a thing with Disney where they won't do mock-ups for you. Yeah. So then do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples, maybe ones who are interested in getting married at Animal Kingdom? I would definitely make sure you add, if there's somewhere in the park that's not listed on their typical locations, I would still ask to see if you can do it. Because like I said, we were how we were going to be the first to get married in front of Spaceship Earth. Like, 
there's a lot of places they can do it. They just don't list it. So I would definitely suggest if there's some place you really like, like if you want it in front of Everest, ask because they could probably do it. That's great advice. Well, Caitlin, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in getting married or having a vow renewal at Walt Disney World. And I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you for talking with me. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>